Okay, Luke, so this week we're discussing QAnon, and we've discussed some pretty silly topics in our times. Belly button lint. We even did an episode about, an unreleased episode, about people who need to do a poo when they go to a bookstore. <laughs> that was one of my favourite episodes, by the way. That was, yeah. It was excellent. It had more legitimate science than uh, QAnon. <laughs> This week, let's get stuck into it. Get the gumboots on. Get the waders on. Get your gloves on. We're going through a pile of shit. QAnon. <laughs> All right, Don. So... QAnon is the topic for today, um, but just a little bit of housekeeping before we get to that. I'm not sure if you've noticed this or not. And at the end of each episode, you've been plugging Give Us a Five Star Review pretty heavily. I said Give Us a Review. I didn't oh, suggest the score. I gotcha. said Give Us a Review. Tell us what your brain is thinking. Well, you shouldn't have left it open because I checked the other day and we've received a one star review from someone. Really? Did, did you know this? No, I didn't notice it. A bloody one-star review. My self-esteem cannot handle a one-star review. <laughs> You're a sensitive little fella. You're in crisis at the moment. <laughs> there was no comment, just the star rating with no comment. Hmm. I uh, I need to track this person down. Like, what is going on there? A one-star review done. Yeah, it's harsh, but it's not unwarranted, <laughs> let's be honest. I reckon, I reckon they probably didn't listen to the whole episode and they just heard a bit where you were talking. And it's boring and they one star next onto uh, Joe Rogan podcast or something. <laughs> That's probably very likely. Yeah. Uh, second bit of housekeeping. The beetroot campaign that we launched last week around why don't tins of beetroot have ring pull systems on the top? That's a big campaign. Yep. I've had a number of people walk by me in the street and say, don't get me started on the beetroot tins. So, this is this has clearly struck a chord with people. I've actually started calling you beetroot boy. Um, <laughs> and that's just <laughs> based on the fact that your hair looks a bit like a ring pull. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still haven't got a, uh, a reply from um, Golden Circle. Really? No, nothing at all. Have you Have you investigated further for us? I did. I emailed. So we all remember, and if you don't remember, I got up to some hijinks with SPC, a famous canning company in Australia. Um, embarrassed myself a little bit. <laughs> this week, I said, right, I'm going to check a can of beetroot. So I did. I went, uh, emailed Edgel, um, another pretty well-known brand. Once again, they got back to me quick. People aren't emailing canned goods companies very often <laughs> because their customer service is on the ball. <laughs> so they replied, you know, within half an hour. And basically said the reason that beetroot doesn't have a ring pull is because basically a ring pull decreases the integrity of the can. And if it's acidic, like beetroot, it's quite acidic apparently, um, it rusts really easily. So beetroot doesn't have a ring pull because it will make it rust. Oh, that is beautiful. That is an actual answer to the, to the question. Did not expect it. Edgel. Okay, from now on, Edgel gets my business. Edgel's a bit needy as well. They wanted to just keep on chatting. It was a bit weird. <laughs> what so, what are, you, what are you wearing? What are you up to? No, I didn't. <laughs> you ended up saying to them, I'll, I'll pass that on to the team. I'll, I did. Uh... <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, and so, that's, that was only the housekeeping I've got. Do you have anything uh, before we get into the meat of the agenda? No, I don't really have anything else. I reckon we just crack into QAnon 
I think we're all chomping at the bit for this one. All right, it's, it's going to be quick. I'm going to say that right right away. <laughs> we have to we're going <laughs> to have to stretch this one out because there's not a lot of depth to it. It's like I I'll put up front. I am very new to this. Like I didn't really I'd heard of QAnon, but I didn't really know what it was referring to exactly. Or yeah, I'd actually put it in my mind. I sort of bookmarked it to actually research what it is just for my own interest because. With a lot of the political stuff going on at the moment, it does actually come up re- reasonably often. Yes, and I had does. no idea what it was. So, I was going to look look it up anyway. And then you suggested it for a topic. Two birds, one stone. Thank you very much. <laughs> look at you doing private scholarly work. You're like, I need to discover what this is about. And no, you, uh, you've come to the right place. I'm a student of life. Um, <laughs> basically, a sponge. Anyway, a sponge. go on. <laughs> Just soaking up information. <laughs> Um, I think the thing that tipped me over the edge into researching it is I'm not sure what your Facebook kind of world is like. A barren is it the bar- uh, word I'll describe <laughs> my Facebook world. Lonely, barren, it's a little just- bit depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of people coming out of the woodworks, both, I don't really know that many of them, but certainly friends of friends who are really vocal about, particularly in the coronavirus kind of lockdown that the government, you know, is trying to control us and they haven't got our best interests at heart and these these forces that are shaping society for evil means. And it's kind of gone mainstream, this idea that that the government is being controlled by a, a hidden force. And that's what I'm like, wow, this is really, you know, the tentacles are getting into everything at the moment. It's, it's 5G, it's vaccinations, it's um, yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And then I kind of let's go back and kind of get into Q and on. So that's how we got to this point at the moment. It's interesting, just sort of with Facebook again. It's like, and this is, I'm kind of ripping off a joke from uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, but he was saying a lot of this stuff, like Q and on, all the conspiracy theories with Facebook, is we've all got a friend or two that shares all this kind of stuff. Like they've just bought right into these conspiracy theories. And the way you look at it is, you're looking at Facebook, and then you see one of those shared posts, and you just think to yourself, huh. I guess Jim sucks now. And then uh, <laughs> that's basically what you think. Oh, great. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> there is always a part of you that just, just writes them off, don't you? You just write them yeah, off immediately. You're done. And I've actually, I've started to be a little bit more brutal with my Facebook friends. Not that there's a lineup of people wanting to be Facebook friends, but I'm like, nah, anyone that shares that kind of stuff, they're gone. <laughs> there's a there's a thing they do, in, and sometimes I've gone and looked at the arguments that people have in the comments. There's a certain word they use. I don't think a more annoying word has ever been invented. Whereas if someone argues back and says, you know, the government is, doesn't have these secret ulterior motives, they're not being controlled by, you know, the Illuminati, then the response is you are blind to the fact you're being controlled. You're being a sheep. And then they will call them sheeple. Sheep oh, people. Really? Yeah, sheeple is the most annoying word I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's a little bit cute though as well. Yeah, a little bit cute. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cute. Word. It could be worse. A sheeple. If that was a pet, I'd probably get one. Speaking loyal, of- loyal. Do what they're told. Yeah, they just they just follow you around all the time. You don't need a lead anyway. Speaking of cute, and we'll come to this properly in a minute. The guy or the person behind QAnon, whose name on the the dark web forums is Q. When he posts something about QAnon, it's referred to as a Q drop. Yeah. That is cute. 
That is, that is really huge. Cute. Yeah, that's he's got a marketing team behind him. <laughs> that's cute. Um, that's, that's it's, it's not the dark web though. It's actually just the normal web. Oh, is it the four chan? Yeah. Is it four chan's just normal? I, I think it's still open. And then they open up this eight chan, which is yeah, it's pretty extreme. It's kind of like any a lot of the mass shooters and things end up posting on 8chan and so like it's full of some undesirable characters that, right you know you know that guy that shot i think it was in new zealand maybe yeah. maybe in the us where he sort of live streamed it mm. that dude was very active on 8chan and i think they've closed 8chan down now and there's like eight corn or something right that's right i did read yeah. about that i did yeah. i did have a little uh, attempt at predicting a joke you would make so, I want you to make a joke based on this factual statement I'm going to make. And I'm going to see yep. whether I've guessed your joke correctly. Okay? All right. Q started posting on 4chan and then he moved over and started posting on 8chan. What would what joke would you say in response to that? Something about being twice as good or yeah, something. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Twice as good. <laughs> Dom will say, 8chan, that's twice as good. <laughs> that's that uh, is. <laughs> That's a classic done, but I didn't. I didn't. I refrained. I'm like, no, I've raised my standards since last week. <laughs> I wouldn't. None of that Mickey Mouse jokes. I usually do classy stuff. Um, just to reveal behind the curtain for a moment, in the introductions, Don and I often will just tit for tat around how we're going to introduce this topic in a in a silly, light-hearted way. And I made a off-the-cuff joke about QAnon being like QWERTY on the top of a keyboard. You have never seen such disgust in someone's face as uh, Don's reaction to that. <laughs> yeah. And not right, fine. Rightly so. Rightly so. Yeah. All right, Don, hit us with, hit us with a Don's definition. Let's get to the, the meat of this. Okay, so this is the craziest definition I've done in, I think we've done like 65, 66 episodes of What's That About? This is the most ridiculous one. So QAnon is an internet conspiracy theory whose followers believe that a cabal of Satan-worshipping Democrats, Hollywood celebrities and billionaires runs the world while engaging in pedophilia, human trafficking and the harvesting of supposedly life-extending chemicals from the blood of abused children. QAnon followers believe that Donald Trump is waging a secret battle against this cabal and its deep state collaborators to expose them... Okay. You can't even finish the sentence. Malefactors? <laughs> Malefactors? Malf... M A L E F A C T O R S. What's the correct pronunciation? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even sure what they. What are they trying to say? Expose the the malefactors like- and send them all to Guantanamo Bay. Now, I looked up a bunch of definitions for QAnon, and they're all that ridiculous. And also, the word cabal. As if they haven't just hit thesaurus. They're trying to make it sound classy. It's like me in first year uni doing an essay. <laughs> hit, the, hit the thesaurus and try and get a classy word. No one's used the word cabal for 50 years. Yeah. It's like in every essay. It's a, it's a cabal. Yeah, it's a cabal of Satan-worshipping Democrats. They've just hit thesaurus. That'll do. That sounds classy. My, anyway, my go-to it's fancy. Ridiculous. It's like a L. Ron Hubbard Novel. It's the most ridiculous. <laughs> You'd read that as a novel and think that's way too out there. Just stupid. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Like when you listen to that, you go, that is ridiculous. And that was like the, that's the purest form of the QAnon belief from its beginning, which is back in 2017. And then it's kind of spread its tentacles and it's kind of loosened a little bit to all those other vaccinations, 5G, coronavirus is a, is a scam. Like, it is now this umbrella term for all of these conspiracy beliefs that effectively say there are hidden forces controlling 
governments and therefore controlling us is is kind of the, the broadest idea. But what you've described there is kind of where it all started with... That's where it all started. You're right. Yeah, it yeah. is an umbrella term and it's kind of... It's just bizarre. It's just suddenly... It's just incorporated all these out there conspiracy theories into one larger conspiracy theory, QAnon. It's, That's right. And it, it's bizarre. It, so it probably... It's going to be hard. There's no real clear definition about what they do or don't believe. It's just... It's almost subjective, you know, as to whoever the person, whatever the person wants to believe. It's very unusual. It's really unusual. And and one of the things that I found most interesting is that it's it's made people allies who usually would be not allies. So it's taken these far right conservative people and put them on the same team as really left spiritual hippie type people. And they've come together and have this shared conspiracy around things aren't what they seem to be. Society is being constructed in a way that's not good for you. The, the, the far right, it, it's because it's impinging on your liberties. The spiritual people are saying we need a paradigm shift because society is making us sick. You bring them together and they're unlikely bedfellows. It's a really interesting phenomenon that's going on at the moment. I actually didn't read in my extensive research. I didn't read... <laughs> About the extreme left buying into this. I thought it was almost exclusively the extreme right wing. No, see, there's a whole stream of stuff that they're calling conspirituality, which right. is spiritual people buying into and that's, this conspiracy. I guess that's anti-vaxxers, right? Exactly so a lot of right. those guys. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, exactly okay. right. But if, if we go back to the, the moment it happened, the moment QAnon started, which was on the 28th of October, 2017, where this guy on, well, this person on 4chan made a prediction that Hillary Clinton was being extradited for child sex trafficking and she was she's in the process of being arrested. That was the first Q drop that happened. Yeah. And clearly that hasn't happened and that was false. So it wasn't it wasn't a good start for old Q. It wasn't a good it wasn't a strong Q drop. Nah, it was one of the Actually it's probably the same as all the <laughs> other Q drops. It's, I was gonna say it wasn't his best. Probably was his best. <laughs> still, still got it wrong. And so he posts in this very cryptic way where he asks a lot of questions and speaks in, in rhetorical ways. So it's like the old horoscope where people will project onto it what they want to believe and then they'll interpret events to support this cryptic garbage that he's posted on a forum. He doesn't it's say like Nostradamus. It's just so these kind of really vague statements that can be interpreted in multiple different ways. So people are always going to assume they're, you know, potentially correct. That's right. The only exception was that that first one, which he was silly, obviously wrong about. So then he must have gone, oh, I need to get a bit more cryptic. Yeah. The, the, I was looking for what are the proof points that any of this is true? And obviously there are none. But in terms of, so Q apparently refers to the top level of security clearance in the Department of Energy, which obviously is nodding to the fact that this is like nuclear weaponry, military, you know, inside information this guy's got. Mm. The, only, the only proof point that people are pointing to to say, see, this guy's actually inside the halls of power and that's why he knows this stuff, is that he predicted, because people were asking him, make a prediction that is objectively going to come true. And then he said, okay, well, next Saturday, Donald Trump is going to tweet the word small. And then, and then on that Saturday, Donald Trump tweeted the word small, but it just happened to be small business Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> that's genius. Now, the interesting thing about Donald Trump is that he has had multiple opportunities to debunk 
this theory because he's essentially the hero of this theory. He's the guy waging war against these Democrat pedophiles. Yeah. And he came out and he just said, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are actually, we're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when the country is gone, the rest of the world will follow. Now, I heard Trump also say when it was first put to him that, you know, this this, this was the, the actual question from the reporter was, so the crux of this theory is the belief that you're secretly saving the world from a satanic cult of cannibals and pedophiles. <laughs> does, the, does that sound like something you're behind? And then Trump said, would that be a bad thing or a good thing? <laughs> uh, he knows. And to his credit, though, and this is the only credit I'll give him, is that he knows it's reasonably a large movement and he's going to get votes out of it. And it's, so it's definitely it's, helping know, him politically. It's helping him politically. So it's a smart political move not to disprove it. It does make him a horrible human being. <laughs> but that's established. That's so, established. <laughs> yeah. The, and like just to really. Just to really emphasise how ridiculous the beliefs of this group are. Like, some of them... Like, one of the beliefs is that um, the Clintons have already been arrested, but they're getting about on day release. And when you zoom in on photographs, you can see they're wearing ankle bracelets under their pants. All right. They believe that, you know, people are eating children in secret tunnels under the earth. They believe that JFK is still alive and there are photos of him at Trump rallies. Like, it, it is never-ending, some of the, the beliefs in this conspiracy theory. It is mm. it is absolutely amazing that it has got such popular support. Like, like the numbers... But some, on some estimates, there are, like, 3 million believers in QAnon, which obviously is not a lot in the whole scheme of the world population. But the, now they're starting to get people into Congress who are QAnon people. Like, this yeah, is... Multiple, multiple, multiple people that are going for it. I think one... At least one who is shooing to get into Congress. Um, and one, one's already in Congress. Yeah. Like it is, um, it's really something which is quite scary, even though it's ridiculous. And like the FBI have, have named QAnon as a domestic terror threat because people are now taking real world physical violent action based on these beliefs with a few kind of examples of that. It's not just online people pushing hashtags around. Like it's, it's this quite is once scary. again the, the danger of these beliefs is that they're, you know, the whole fake news movement, you can point someone to a reputable news article, you know, proper journalism, and they'll put it down to fake news. There's literally nothing you can show them. If it doesn't align with their beliefs, it's fake. That whole idea that the news is fake, scientists are wrong, anyone that voices a different opinion is wrong because you haven't done your research. But the their idea of research is... Oh, it's a little bit like your idea of research. It's going onto YouTube. It's going to a, a forum of people who <laughs> already agree and believe with them. I'm, I'm seeing some parallels here. <laughs> I don't like got that him, comment. Got him I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's it's very funny. It's very satirical. Uh, <laughs> not bad. Okay, so basically, that's all I've got. It's there's no there's no secret the fact that me and Luke think this is an absolute load of rubbish, and therefore it is. So, <laughs> the one the one thing that has contributed to the world is it's a massive resurgence in the word cabal, which I'll be using at every opportunity just to make myself seem a little bit smarter. <laughs> with, with that point you made about when you're at, at uni writing an undergraduate essay, you use words to make yourself sound smart. Yeah. My go- I've never recapitulated more in my life. <laughs> to, to recapitulate? Like, 
<laughs> I've never since used the word posits. It's like yeah. Smith posits that. Like, who posits? <laughs> what are they that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is really all. That is more than you need to know about QAnon. Yeah. That's. Um, don't look into it. <laughs> don't read it. Don't investigate yourself. It's a waste of time. I'm going to say that as clear <laughs> as possible. You are wasting your time. Yes, <laughs> These QAnon people do seem quite tech savvy, though. So if we get a few more one star reviews, I'll know where they're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess on a bit of a different note and it's been a while since we've done one of these i've got a a social etiquette segment for us based on some of the you know restrictions happening in melbourne under the coronavirus stay tuned after this little jingle to find out what it's about if you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide we recommend you listen to luke and don's etiquette guide luke and don's etiquette guide Alrighty, Don. So this this is a little bit of a delicious social etiquette dilemma. Good. Obviously, as you know, I live in Victoria. We're easing out of stage four lockdown. And one of the pieces of this is you can start forming a social bubble with another household. Hmm. And it has to be kind of exclusive. They have to they can't go to someone else. You are a two-way bubble. And so, of all your social networks, you've got to pick the house that you want to form a bubble with. And they need to form it with you. This, my anxiety levels are through the roof. This is, it this seems, is fraught. It seems like it's asking for trouble. It's almost like, it's like dating at a family level. It is like you're inviting someone to the dead ball and... <laughs> Is that a reference that most people are going to get? The dead ball? The dead ball is something in college where essentially I think it's women are becoming women. Is that right? Or they're being presented to the world. It's some really old school sexist thing from the school we went to. But the the gist is, which was delicious, is that the girls have to ask the boys to go. They have to pick a boy. Yeah. Did you get asked? And Did you go? I I got asked, but I didn't go. Yeah, me too. I got asked, but I didn't go. (laughs) That didn't sound convincing at all. <laughs> nah, it did. Got asked heaps, by got all asked the, heaps, yeah. All the, uh, the honeys. They loved <laughs> Hot babes. No, nah, I did, I did actually get asked for real. Um, and she really, really wanted me to go. And I thought, nah, don't want to. <laughs> nah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess my question to you, Don, as someone who's not having to deal with this, mm. how do I handle the bubble decision? Yeah, it's a tough one. It is a tough one because you've got grandparents would obviously want to be in a bubble. Some grandparents may not have other people that want to be in a bubble with them. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of stuff to take in. I, I don't know how to navigate that. <laughs> so, that's the end of the segment. <laughs> i tell you what, though. If that happens in Canberra, no one is choosing me. Absolutely <laughs> no one. I'm going to be one of those depressed people. My mum's going to throw me a pity bubble. <laughs> yeah, Don, come over to my bubble. <laughs> Can you imagine in your uh, happening in Canberra though? Mum would have to choose between your house and our other brother's house in Canberra. Ah, uh, that's true. What a dilemma! Uh, I think we all know who she'd choose. <laughs> <laughs> that is a completely in-house family joke. That is absolutely hilarious. It's, yeah, you should join our family if you want to get in on how funny that joke is. Because yeah. it, <laughs> hang on, it was me, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Big time. Nah, Nick wins. Nick wins that one. Alright, this probably wasn't as funny as I was hoping it was going to be. So, in short, Don's advice for me is not sure. Sounds tricky. Is that is that the the gist of it? Yep. It's yeah. my response is this noise. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. Hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. That uh, that that resolves it. Yeah. Do you right, as well, a- listen? That was, I'm going to be honest. This is a dud episode. QAnon <laughs> sucks, and this social etiquette sucks, and. You, I apologise. We're going to get a, more than one one-star review but, uh, in the next week or two. By the sounds of it, they're going to be from you. That's the yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. So that's that 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 does it. We'll uh, we'll try and do better next time. Please, uh, yeah. please forgive us. So once again, any episodes we still? I've been begging. I'm literally on my knees here. Please send us an episode request. I will. It'll make my. Decade, probably. What's that about? At Outlook.com. Had one once or twice. Not many. Or leave a review. Preferably more than one star. But go with your, <laughs> go with your heart. I'm not going to sway you either way. Leave a review, please. Would appreciate it. Send a bloody email. Just I, I do think re- of anything. Just send us an email. What's that about? At Outlook.com. I do respect you for not... You know how every podcast says, leave a five-star review. Yeah. I respect you for letting people make their own decisions. I've got confidence in our product. <laughs> I think that's, I'm letting it. It's like uh, when, you know, when like a new drink or something comes on the market and there's people at the train station giving out free samples. Yeah. I'm that's the guy going, <laughs> I think the confidence, you know, I think you'll find that once you taste it, you won't be going anywhere else. This is, <laughs> the, I like that confidence. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that'll, that'll do us after Don's little... Uh, <laughs> Moment of desperation there. We will call it a night. All right. See you on the email, guys. (laughs) And that's more confidence. I'll see you. I'll see you on the email. (laughs) Knowing you, though, you wouldn't actually reply. You would would, would just ignore it. You're too busy jumping up and down is what I'd be doing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't type and I'm jumping. (laughs) Anyway, that's enough. Um, Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, queuing on rubbish. Uh... (laughs) See you next episode. Hey, bye. Bye.